everybody. Welcome to Between the Scares, a podcast that taking a look at every Blumhouse production film. I am your host, Jason Soto. And I am your co-host, Lisa Leahy. And uh, today we are back uh, to the normal list. We are going back in chronological order. We are going back to 2011, Lisa. It's 2011. God, Man. 10 years. Can, do you remember what you were doing in 2011? I actually won Teacher of the Year in 2011, so yes, I oh. do remember. <laughs> okay. Have you won Teacher Award since? I actually won it this year. <laughs> oh, nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So, two, yeah, no, I'm, Two-time I'm, winner. Congratulations. I'm, thank you. Yeah, this was for <clears throat> um so I got District Teacher of the Year. So, I'm actually considered 2022 mm. Teacher of the Year and then I I'm up for I can apply to be considered for State Teacher of the Year. So, I'll be doing that in March. Oh, okay. So man, yeah, so the last, that's the last awesome. Time I won was 2011. <laughs> uh, let's see if I won any awards. Um, no, no, I haven't. I've not and won it's any. It's funny because the only reason I even know that is because one of my kids noticed the plaque in my room today, and it was like, "You won Teacher of the Year." I'm like, "Yeah," and they were like, "Oh, 2011." I'm like, "Yeah, rub that in." <laughs> <laughs> Did they say I wasn't born yet? <laughs> no, it is a freshman. So luckily, I am at that point. However. My seniors were doing an annotated bibliography, and the sample that I gave them was from my, I was getting my master's degree, and it was a sample from 20, uh, 2003, and they were oh. like, that sample's older than me, and I'm like, you all fail. Get out. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of my classroom. Oh, like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. I've, I work with people who were not even born when 9-11 happened. And oh yeah. That blows my fucking mind. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They have no so here's the other thing. They have no concept of Columbine. Yeah. Like, yeah. They don't know, and it's weird because they have lockdown you know, yeah, active yeah, shooter yeah, drills. Yeah. But they if you say Columbine, a lot of them don't actually don't know what we're talking that is. about. Yeah, that was nineteen ninety nine. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, and that's when I was in uh, classes for education. I was actually in a night class for a practicum mm. and I remember we were all getting the the information. It was like, Oh god, like just oh, man. strange. But the fact that it's you know in fact, I think there was something in Michigan today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, the now. Fact that it's so commonplace. Yeah, it's all exactly. Now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not why we're here. So. No, it's not. I, I just like to, I just like to talk to you before we begin. I don't want to just launch into the movie. I, you know, I want to have a discussion with you. You're my friend. I want to see what you're I doing, what you're that. up to. So just have I a little. I enjoy chatting with you. So little, what yeah. do I do? I bring up very sad things. <laughs> That's true. Well, I, I, I kind of forced your hand, so it's it's all good. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and get to the movie, shall we? Okay, today we are in 2011, and uh, I remember seeing this in theaters. This was the last uh, movie in this series that I would go see in theater. Every movie in this series after this I would be renting. So uh, this is the last one that I saw in theater. Um, we are taking a look today. Um, I'm I'm trying to stretch for time so I can do this. We're taking a look at <laughs> Paranormal Activity 3. All right, here we go. Hey, ladies. Hi. 
Hey, oh, it's Katie. <laughs> Katie, wait, wave hi to the camera, Katie. Hey, Christy, you want to say hi? Come on, give, a, give, give us a wave here, Christy. <laughs> Whatever happened to us when we were little, I don't remember anything. Whatever it was, it thrived on fear. More we paid attention to it, the worse it got. Okay, I think it's on. Remember the rules? Yes. Say Bloody Mary three times. Okay, I'm gonna turn off lights. Okay, you're ready. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. such a bullshit trailer because none of that was even in the goddamn movie and i know because i just watched it a couple hours ago yep, not a single thing about it in nothing fact, my, friend, my friend rebecca was angry because she's like i wanted to see this and i wanted to see that and i think there was another trailer where um it showed the house on fire oh or that wow. might have been paranormal too i don't remember i remember there was one of these trailers that had a house on fire and she's like, I kept waiting for that to happen, and then it never did, and none of this other stuff is in there. And I remember, you know, being thrilled because I'm like, this is amazing because all the stuff that was in the trailer isn't in the movie, which means everything we're seeing, we have no idea what's going on. So True. it's almost like what planted the seed for my silly no trailer thing. But um, <laughs> it, it's, I, I tell you, I love it because I think these movies, especially these first two and three quarters, um, are incredible. I think they're incredibly effective. I love the way they use tension. Um, and I, you know, like you, I saw these in the theater and the experience of seeing them in the theater is half the effect. Yes. Yeah, the, it definitely. I So like I said in the other two, it, it was interesting watching this in the theater because um I think they ramped up the tension a bit in this one because this was Definitely. all just about the anticipation of something scary happening, yep. um, which I think also led to a lot of the lame jump scares that did occur in this movie. Um, like, for instance, the scene where the, the mom, uh, Julie, like jumps out of a closet in like a monster mask. Yeah, uh, I thought that was great, though. I mean, because there is some levity to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. And I think... With a film like this, I will say, like you say, lame jump scares, though, there are some big payoffs in this movie. Oh, yeah. It, it's, um, it's in the beginning where the lame jump scares kind of happen. Yeah. And then... Well, that's how this is, because they got to keep your attention, you know, because now that you know the gimmicks from the first two films, yeah. they have to up the ante. So they have to make sure you're willing to sit through the slow burn when and, everything starts rolling. And I will say that what I like about this one is... um Unlike the first movie, uh, stuff kind of happens right away. Like they yes. do their typical, they explain what's going on. 
Um, they even uh, retcon part two a little bit where yep. we jump back to it a little bit. And Katie comes in and she's like, hey, I got a box of VHS tapes from when we were kids. Remember this? And then Christy is like, oh, wow, why do you have all these tapes? And and then we and then we see a little bit of the madness that happened in part two. And then it goes into the the tapes from when uh, Katie and uh, Christy were kids. Um, They don't straight up say how old they are if i had to guess just based on their looks i'd say katie is probably around 10 and christy yep. might be around between six and eight yep if i, I had to even put her as high as eight yeah i think if i right had to though. guess like that that would be the ages i would say that they are in this movie but they're little kids and uh we focus on um their mom julie and um her new husband dennis no boyfriend boyfriend they're not even married okay they're not even married i they didn't really super explain the relationship i just the only thing i knew was this was not katie and christy's dad they never Mm -hmm. explained what happened to him maybe he he, because he got sacrificed like (laughs) well i'm jumping ahead but no no because at one point at one point um well no, maybe. They don't think the they said it. Does, I don't think they, don't they said it. And I was going to contradict you thinking that the grandmother was talking about they missed their dad. But now it could be they missed their dad because he died. But yeah, I don't uh, know. It doesn't get into it. It doesn't address it. They don't. It's just so. Yeah. So. Uh, so it's Julie's with this guy named Dennis. He's a, a wedding uh, videographer. Um and in the late uh, eighties, yeah. yeah, it's nineteen eighty eight. We're gonna stress that right now. This is nineteen eighty eight, and they do kind of a good job in replicating nineteen eighty eight. They don't go super overboard with it. You know, you know, like the characters aren't wearing like the bright neon, and they're well, not well, like it's not a caricature of nineteen eighty eight. You know, like this is what it was like. <clears throat> In night, this is what the decoration looked like. This is what the clothes were like. You know, this is when you and I were the, kids. This the, is when you and I were these ages. The the only thing that made you think that you were watching anything from the eighties were the giant ass cameras that Dennis is carrying around in this movie, yeah. and he must have been like a millionaire at some point because these cameras cost like a cool twelve hundred dollars at that yeah. time, and well, he had like business, he had like five of them. Yeah. And uh yeah, so uh yeah, he's a wedding videographer, uh which I guess gets you money in 1988. Um I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything well, about it. Well, of course it would because to be able to have your wedding on something that you can watch over and over again. I mean, remember the whole thing with VHS and video was the 80s. So the fact that somebody can produce a video of your wedding, that would be some people would pay some money for that. Yeah, that was a novelty then. Yeah, I, I guess so. So that's what he does for a living. J- Julie does question mark. <laughs> it's not important. She does have a job, it seems like, but they don't ever really talk about that. Um, and then I, I want to comment on something. Here's the segment where it's called "Jason is very much a guy," uh, in which <laughs> first time in any of these series they attempt to make a sex tape. It gets bought up in the first movie, but they're like, no. But in this Katie's one, not into it. But in this one, they actually start to, 
And I gotta say, I got a little excited because I'm like, wait, are they actually are they going to wait? I'm like, no, because it got really far to the point where she took her top off. She had a bra yeah. on. She had a bra yeah. on, but she took her top off, and they're like, on, he's, she's on top of him, and I'm in the theater. I'm like, oh shit, is, is sex about to happen? Are we gonna get a sex scene in one of these? But no, it God. then it stops. Then the the spooky earthquake happens, and we get the image of the of the dust falling on the ghost, uh, who gets a named this time. His name yes. is Toby. Yes. Um, because uh, Christy, the youngest one, can see Toby and interacts with him, and uh, and says it's my imaginary friend, and my imaginary friend Toby says to do this and is sitting in this chair and wants me to do this and is i guess he's a driving force and making making her get up at like two three o'clock in the morning and running around the house and <clears throat> touch lights for some reason um well, she, i don't know if she was like climbing them or what Who she, knows? she, she climbed she was sitting on top of she it, climbed on a dining room table and touched the yeah. lamp and then that was the point that was it and it wasn't even the lamp that like would end up falling later so mm-hmm. i don't know what the payoff on that was um but here's what's neat about this movie because it takes place in the 80s. It's 1988, right? So 88, yep. Yeah, so cameras aren't, you know, it's just this guy's job. He just happens to have video cameras all over the place. He's noticing spooky, crazy shit is happening. Um, he's hearing noises. There's footprints. Things are kind of falling on their own. Uh, Christy's talking to this imaginary friend named Toby. He's think- He's like, something's going on in this house, and I need to record it. So he puts these giant ass cameras all over the house, and I I have to wonder like I don't know about you, Lisa, but I don't know if I would react normally if these giant ass cameras were all over my house. I would I would be a little nervous. I would think. What do you mean nervous? Like just because I'm constantly being filmed. Like I I can well, see the camera. Like in the later like you know the movie that took place in the present day, there were tiny cameras that you can kind of hide. But here it's this giant camcorder, right? So you can't really hide hide it very well. It's out in the open. Right, but if it's always there, eventually you stop looking at it. You know, it's it's the way they talk about like remember on the real world and you know you talk about survivor and yeah, yeah, these yeah. other things eventually with these shows you they people talk about how you just stop bothering them because they're always there so you just there comes a point when you relax and you just move on from it um i mean obviously at first you kind of goof around and you play with them and you make funny faces you know like the babysitter did and you know whatever but other than that it's just part of the house furniture at that point i yeah i guess i i don't know i i, I but i mean I don't know. I think it's just because <clears throat> the size of the camera and they have the red lights on them because, you know, that's yeah. what camcorders had back then. I had one of these camcorders when I was a teenager. Oh, sure. um, it was my grandfather's. and um, Well, then your grandfather had one when you were a teenager. He de- well, he did, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> well, no, he had it when I was a kid, and then when I became a teenager, he let me have it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because uh, he got a new one, and so he let me have his old one. So I had, I gotcha. I had, I had his old VHS. It was a VHS. The thing weighed like eighty pounds. Oh, you were super cool. <laughs> oh yes, yes I was, and yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah. My dad had one. We went to Disney in 1988, so my uh, dad brought it with us. You know, nice. it's a typical dad move. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, so Dennis has a friend named Randy. I guess they work together at this wedding yeah. videography thing. And Randy, I want he he's the place of the of the comic relief, but he doesn't say a lot of funny things. He says right. some things. Uh, but not a whole lot. But he's just a, he's just like another character for Dennis to be like, "Hey, look at this weird the shit going list. on." Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, now for some reason, Dennis keeps wanting to show Julie all this creepy stuff that's been happening in the house because he's got cameras. So here's we got cameras in the house. He's got cameras in his bedroom with with Julie. He's got yep. cameras in the kids' room. Yep. Um, he's got a camera in, and then he's got a camera in the living room slash kitchen where he vents for the first time a um uh a camera that can rotate because apparently that the, hasn't been done before. Greatest damn thing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I stand by this. I thought this was clever as hell. Very much so. Yes. Especially it is. for the time. But like to take this movie, this franchise that was, you know, built on okay, a single stationary camera, and then you know, like security cameras all over the house. Okay, mm-hmm. great. And then it was like, well, how do you do this as a prequel? How do you do this for the '80s? Mm-hmm. What would somebody do? So they definitely gave him the right job, because otherwise, why would he have all these cameras? Right. right? So oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then. To take an oscillating fan <laughs> and to put the camera on it, this one move is is the linchpin for some of the most tense scenes. I agree. Simply because you are forced to look where the camera looks, mm-hmm. so they put things just as the camera starts coming back, and you're like, oh, "Damn it, stop!" This like, this gives us our tension. Um, Amazing. Because a lot of crazy shit happens on this camera. Um, one of the crazy things, uh, is, um, well, it starts off kind of slow, right? Like we see the mom in the kitchen eating a snack and then the camera goes to her in the kitchen and then it goes away. We see a light that's hanging, uh, swinging to reach for something in the garbage. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, everybody's losing their mind when you do that. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember the theater people were shouting, no, don't do that. No, but it will go back to the living room. You see a light swinging, and then it goes to her. She's got her arm in the garbage disposal, and then it stays on her for like maybe an extra couple of seconds. And then as it moves away from her, you you hear this shatter, and then like this electrical surge throughout the house, and your mind goes, "Oh shit, she lost her hand." But then you realize as it goes back, it was the light that fell. Um, and so her, her arm's okay, but that, that's like the first scare that we get with this. Mm-hmm. And then the main scare, well, there's actually, no, there's, there's see, I don't know which one's. The one with the babysitter. Yeah, when... see, there's that one, and then there's the one later. Okay, yeah, yeah this one, one was. The one later a... is the big payoff one, but. But this the one, one with the, the babysitter. babysitter is, is good and creepy. Yes. Because, when, the, and again, the brilliance of these movies is just the simple tension of making you wait for it mm-hmm. so 
every time there's a camera and it's still and it's silent because sometimes this happens during the day and you are the entire theater is holding its breath <laughs> everybody is scanning every corner of that screen looking for the small thing that's happening that you can't tell and even if you get nothing in the beginning, you're still doing it every time it comes up because, you know, eventually there will be something that you're supposed to spot. You know, like when it began in the very beginning with the earthquake, mm -hmm. with the dust landing on the figure that he first notices, you know, it happens once. And if you aren't paying attention, you miss it. It happens again to guarantee that you saw it. And then it's a lot of people in the theater going, wait, wait, that was the second time. You didn't see the first time. And then it's a whole lot of chatter. Um, this with the ghost thing, you know, like it goes back and forth and she's sitting at the table doing her homework and it goes to the left and it comes back and she's sitting at the table doing homework and it comes back and it goes again to the right. And there's now a ghost standing behind her. Yes. In a, a sheet. The, in the sheet, of course. Yes. Um, and then just as it starts coming back, like the sheet falls. falls. To the ground. Yes. It's just wonderful because it's there the whole time. And then it drops, not to mention how quickly the person gets into position and this and that. It, it's just these small things of how many times have you been sitting at your table working on something <laughs> or having dinner? And mm -hmm. then you get that feeling that there's somebody behind you. And just it taps into so many different little things that work so well. Indeed. Yeah, this is a very good tense tense movie like yeah. they, they they do tension very well in this because mainly because of that oscillating camera mm -hmm. like that was such a brilliant idea on the filmmakers part to include that into this series Definitely. uh because at this point you're right you're right we just had either security camera footage that was just in one spot or we just had you know um uh, micah's cameras all over his house yeah. uh but they were stationary they were just simply planted there um, this one is more like, you know, we, we get to see, you know, the oscillating camera. Um, sometimes Dennis will grab the camera and then he will run through the house and, you know, document what's happening while running through the house while looking for the kids or figuring out what the noise was or whatever. So this one does tension very well. That's what I like about this one. Um, yeah, which is remarkable. <laughs> the third film and a prequel. You know, like, it, it, <laughs> this is the thing where it's like by now most franchises mm -hmm. have kind of fallen apart and mm -hmm. they're not as satisfying. Mm -hmm. This one is satisfying. Indeed. I mean, you get through three of these movies. Mm -hmm. I'm a little meh about the ending to this one, but even yeah. then, there's still some good payoffs in the ending. Well, but I mean, okay. They had we don't to, go. Have to go to the ending yet, but no, you're right. I'm just saying, just yeah, just to kind of pre talk about it. They kind of had to go to that ending. I mean, it makes sense they because go because we know what happens, right? Because obviously, we know it's a prequel, we know these are the kids of the two people we've seen already. Right. We have so, to explain why it sticks around, so nothing happens to the kids, so that that tension's gone because we know the right. kids make it out alive. Right, and they remember nothing because they've been brainwashed to remember nothing. Yeah. Um, um, all that stuff. So um, there's a point in the movie then where Toby gets very pissed off and is demanding things of Christy, and Christy doesn't want to do it because it involves doing you know terrible things to her, yeah. to her to her mother and Dennis, uh, who they care for. They actually like this dude. Um, yeah. 
and the dude nice likes for him bad. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Um, and, and the the only thing that kind of pissed me off um, was I guess we had to have the one character who refuses to believe anything that's happening, despite what what is happening in her own house. I'm spoiling it. It's the mom, right? And Somebody that she loves and trusts is saying to her, hey, I've picked up some weird shit on my camera. I need to show you this. And she's just like, nuh-uh, I'm not going to watch it. We're going to stop talking about this. We're going to close our eyes. Um, Things come to a head when uh, Christy gets sick uh, and they have to go to the hospital and so they asked this guy Randy, the you know Dennis's like coworker, friend, comic relief guy, to watch Katie. And Katie overheard him talking about Bloody Mary, uh, one you know like a couple scenes earlier, and she wants to try it out. And um, so obviously Randy has to have the camera, <laughs> and, of and of course, and they go into a bathroom and they do the Bloody Mary thing, uh, and then. Um, all hell kind of breaks loose. Yep. Um, uh, after doing it, well, they do it twice because Katie says they didn't do it right the first time. The second time, uh, Toby starts throwing a fit in the uh, kid's bedroom and starts throwing mm-hmm. furniture and scratches up Randy. Right. And to, to the point where Randy's so freaked out, he like quits the videography with Dennis and leaves Oh, he's not going to go back in that house again. He doesn't you know, want to go back in. The, right. This is the thing, you know, you don't go in that house anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and Lisa did the same thing too. Like exactly. after, after the thing with her, when she noticed the sheet happening, oh, and then she went up to check on the kids and uh, off kind of off camera. We didn't really talk about this. There's this little doorway thing yeah, that's like kind of in the kids space. room. And I guess that's where Toby hangs out <laughs> it so, seems that way, yeah. <laughs> he just hey he just chills in there um uh you know we we don't we don't always see what's happening inside there it's just always just off camera and this thing kind of started like they say they say this in the movie so don't think this is me being gross but it blows her it blows her. <laughs> yeah it just kind of like exhales <laughs> into her face yeah, and so this causes her to freak out, and she just wants to just leave um, uh, the house, like, in a hurry. She's just in a super right. hurry to leave the house, which I understand. Understandable. People Fucking with this understandable. name are usually very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Her name's Lisa. I, I, you know what? I did not even think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Her name was Lisa. Um, These are the kinds of people you should trust where has, to know what's going on. Or as normal guys named Jason often do the stupidest things in movies, I've like, I have noticed that I don't. I'm not talking about Jason in, for like, drowning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. No, no, no. Not even that. Not even that. Just I in know, know. in like romance, like in romantic comedies. Nine times out of ten, the douchebag guy who's trying to date the lead is named Jason, and it pisses. Really? I swear, it pisses me off. <laughs> it pisses me off. If there's like a scene where it's, it's like a couple and they have to split up or the guy is pining for her or she's pining for him, but then it's like, well, we can't be together, so we're going to date other people. The girl goes on a date with the guy. That guy's name is Jason, and he oh. does something terrible. He's either a douchebag, uh, he's an idiot, 
he's a giant nerd or he's a, oh, some combination no. of the three. Yeah, it it really helps my self esteem watching those fucking <laughs> movies. Let me tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like oh, the lead's name is like Rick or or Darren or some like strong name, and then it's like I went on a date with Jason, and he won't stop talking about Pokemon. This fucking guy. <laughs> well, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, my name is forever immortalized in uh tommy Wiseau's the the room yep oh hi so lisa from now on oh christ so i had students being like you're tearing me apart. <laughs> like, you know what go away <laughs> lisa you're tearing me apart oh my lord i was like all right just stop uh, that's funny <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, the final act of this movie. Let's get let's get into the final act. Here. Is that we also need to talk about the payoff? Actually, good scare. Well, this is That's where it, this is this the start of the third act. So oh, okay, fair enough. Um, Christy keeps talking to Toby, and Toby wants her to do something. We don't know what it is, but she's like, "No, I don't want to do it." Um, but then eventually she gets uh, Toby scares the ever living shit out of her and Christy one night. No, Katie, sorry. Christy and Katie, they get scared one night by Toby. And she's like, okay, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it. Leave us alone. And so Christy keeps asking to go visit their grandmother. Now this is where the grandmother comes into it. And we also get a little bit of the... This movie's really good with now they set up the lore of what's happening. Like, they kind of touch on it in the second movie. Like, just a little bit we knew in the second movie. Um... We needed a, uh, a a male to be born into this family, mm-hmm. uh, but we never really knew why. Um, and then when you know uh, Christy gave birth to a boy named Hunter, uh, this ghost was just all about this fucking kid. Uh, and then at the end of the second movie, just to recap, Katie killed every, mostly everybody in the house and took Hunter. And then Correct. we don't know where – at this point, at this juncture, we don't know where they're at. We find out later, but at this point right now, we don't know what the hell's up with them. So in this movie, um, we get some lore. We get some stuff that there's a uh, a coven of witches uh, that need to brainwash girls of a childbearing age uh, to have a son. And then they have to give up the son. Now, the mom was constantly ragging on Julie to have another kid in hopes that she'll have a boy. And there's a scene where Julie's like, no, I don't want to have any more kids. I'm happy with the two that I got. And I just kind of want to just, you know, just chill and be happy with my girls. And that's that. Makes sense. I understand. It seems reasonable. It totally seems reasonable. But the mom does not think, does not, does not uh, understand that (laughs) that viewpoint. Um, Well, she needs a boy. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... And so, uh, so Christy is constantly asking, you know, Julie, can we go visit Grandma? We want to visit Grandma. We want to see Grandma. And 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 Julie, who at this point in the movie has been like hearing weird ass shit in her house. She's got a boyfriend who's obsessed with cameras in the house. Uh, one of their one of her kids was sick in the hospital for like a day. Is just like had it. She's just had her ropes at the end of her rope and she's like no shut up about the grandmother and we're gonna shut up about the ghost we're gonna shut up about toby we're we're not we're gonna try to go back to living like a normal family 
Mm-hmm. Like, not even five minutes after she says all that, she goes to the kitchen, and she notices, like, all the kitchen furniture and appliances and blenders and microwaves and knives and whatever is, like, gone. It's just missing. Like, we see the camera oscillate over. We see all the stuff. It goes away. It comes back. All this stuff is gone. She's like, what the hell? It all comes crashing down. <laughs> Whammo. It's like fantastic. Yeah, that was a brilliant scene. That was such. That um, the the blasting open of all the cabinets in Paranormal 2. Yes. You know, like, yes. It is yes. Fascinating. Like, you yes. look at this car. All right, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? Oh, my God. This was so good. Yeah, I love this scene. And this had the best reaction in, in my theater. I'm Definitely. sure yours did, too. But Definitely. Yeah, this was an awesome reaction and yeah it, it it made me jump i was like ah <laughs> you're not normal if you didn't jump exactly I, mean, I don't jump at anything me but neither you and i we watch horror movies we jump at nothing mm-hmm. this is the good stuff because yes. if you can get the jaded seasoned veterans to jump, yes this does exactly if you didn't jump you weren't in the room no, like, no you have to, to jump at this scene i jumped at it today and i knew it was yeah. coming i yes. knew it was coming <laughs> and it still it's made me jump <laughs> volume of it both sound and number of pieces yes like, it's just it's so well done it is so it was a good one and so this prompts julie to be like all right we're going to grandma's house yeah. and so, <laughs> so then they go to grandma's house um and um, I'm trying to find her. What the heck was her name? Was um, Lois, Grandma Lois. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Uh, did you rewatch this, Lisa? Or did you just yeah. you're just doing this off of oh, memory? Oh no, I definitely had to. Re- it's been a while since I've seen the. Film. Did you watch it on Amazon? No, I own all of these. Oh, okay. All right. All of them. I I I I don't have all of them. I I uh, Paramount Plus had all of them, but then I guess that was only for Halloween because now they stopped. So mm-hmm. I had to rent this from Amazon. Oh, okay. Have you ever watched anything on Amazon? Like sure. movies? Do you yeah. ever notice they have that little thing, like it's a feature where uh, oh, you... Oh, the x <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. This thing, like, kept popping up. Um... Um, you must have like been tapping the remote. I was well. I was on. I was on my computer because I was doing other work on my computer. Oh, interesting. And um, and then I was eating lunch too while I was watching it, and uh, and so I would have to move my mouse every now because like I seen the movie right, and so yeah. I was like, okay, there's this is kind of a lull in this. I kind of know what's happening in this scene. Let me go to another tab and let me do what I need to do. And then I was talking to you guys in the in the messenger chat. So I was talking to you guys in the chat. Uh and then while I kept coming back, because I had to come back with my mouse, I would get this thing, and then they would be like, hey, the person who plays Grandma Lois, Holly Foote, uh, she is the daughter of uh, this playwright and this actress. And, and it was just whole biography just, like, popped up mm-hmm. on, on Amazon. I was like, okay, thank you, Amazon. I, I, <laughs> I didn't ask for that, but okay. I, so now now I know. She's the, yeah. she's the daughter of uh of Lillian Valish Foot and uh Horton Foot uh who are uh, uh playwrights and actors mm-hmm. so there there you go if you wanted to know I just I had to learn that stuff randomly during the middle of the watching it so I'm going to randomly tell you guys about it <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yep well that's what happens when you watch stuff on your computer so <clears throat> 
Hey, I was trying to be proactive with my time, all right? I that had to is, do other I, things. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, all right, we're in the third act now. We're at Grandma's house. And yeah. um, from the get, like, even the first time I watched this, I was like, something's up with this grandma. She's acting weird. Absolutely. She looks creepy as fuck. And, you know, knowing what I know about the first two movies, I'm like, she's in on this. She's She's the one who's 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 doing, who's controlling all this. They didn't even say it. Um, they didn't hint at it or anything. Um, it was just straight up. Uh, I knew it was the, uh, the grandmother. Um, so, uh, so they go to grandma's house and, um, of course dude brings the camera mm-hmm. and, um, and, uh, they set up the keys, set up the camera. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm surprised this Julie just did not flat out grab the damn camera and throw it out the window at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like just ready to kill him with it. But oh, yeah. Sorry, my phone started ringing. Oh, okay. I thought something happened. Um, yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, let's, let's just get to this. So it's like one in the morning, and everyone's kind of asleep. But then. Uh, Dennis and Julie kind of hear a noise. Oh, they hear cars, actually. They hear all yeah, these they hear cars, cars like showing up at the, the house. Yeah. Really late. And so they're like, what the hell's up with this? And and she tries to explain it like, oh, my mom, she she can't sleep, so she's always just up and about. But then, then it's like, well, why are there like 10,000 cars showing up at this house? So, um... So Julie goes to go check on the on the mom or the kids, one of the two. No, I think she went to go check on the mom, and Dennis went to go check on the kids. And the kids were not in their bed. And then Julie disappears. And so it's just him kind of roaming around this house for, like, a few minutes. Uh, and then he comes across, like, uh, I'll just say it's a coven. It's a coven of witches. They were just chilling in one part of the house. And this generally creeped me out because it was a bunch of old women, and they looked... Like they were, they're doing creepy shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. And this is when he was like, "Oh, well, okay, we're getting the fuck out of here." Yep. Um, but then he couldn't find the kids. He couldn't find Julie until he does find Julie, and then she ends up. Uh, she, I don't know if she got killed when Toby was holding her up in the air. Or if she got killed when he threw her down the stairs. It's not super clear to me, at least. But she dies during something. One of these things. Yeah. Um, And then Christy shows up. She sees the dead body of the mom. And Dennis is like, oh, we gotta go. Uh, They hide in a closet because they hear footsteps. By the way, the sound design in this movie is really good. Yep. I don't know why this didn't win some kind of award for sound design. I don't know... What the hell sound design does, but this was good sound design. <laughs> I mean, I think probably because one, it's a horror movie, and you know, award shows don't like horror movies. That is true. And two, <clears throat> it's 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 not new for this film. It's repetitive. Um, so I think that it requires a little bit more of a sophisticated thing. I think to get the attention of nominees, but I I don't know. I'm not in this this field yeah. this is just my complete hack opinion but what made me say that was anytime toby was nearby there would be this like the rumble like this rumbling humming sound mm-hmm. that the camera would pick up and that well, was just a, the first two films that was too. that was just it's just so brilliant yeah um 
Because it's like your adversary is something you, you can't see. So how do we show that the threat is nearby? And it's like, right, let's have, you have to pay attention. Let's have Definitely. this sound. And it's a creepy kind of sound. And it's like you hear it and you're like, oh, shit, something bad's about to happen. Exactly. So they hear the sound. Well, we hear the sound. I don't know if they can hear it, but we hear the sound. And then there's these like figures that keep walking by. Uh, Dennis and Christie's trying to leave. Um, uh, 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 Dennis gets like pushed. He eventually leaves the closet. He gets pushed. Uh, and then he hurts himself. So he starts crawling towards Julie. Oh no, because, uh, Katie shows up and she's looking at the dead body of the mom and Katie gets like temporarily possessed. Well, she's like crouching at the bottom of the stairs looking at her mom and you assume she's crying for her mom and whatever. Yeah. And you get an extra cheap jump scare of Katie turning and she's got like the weird ghosty face thing yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a quick flash sort of thing. And then Toby kills Dennis by like breaking his spine, which was a good scene. Oh, yes. It, it's interesting too because I remember that being um, him – I don't know about levitating in the air, but I remember him being brought up in the air and snapped. And mm. I misremembered that apparently because he's on the ground on the and ground. his back is yeah. slung backwards. Yeah. Uh, still hella effective. Oh, very know? much like, so. Yeah. 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 Cause you get that. And, and it's, I mean, any of these films, the whole bottom line is, can you surprise your audience? And, it's one thing to kill somebody and throw him against the wall. It's another to flip him, you know, three quarters backwards. Yeah. And you're going to get that, oh, you know, reaction, which is exactly what they wanted. Indeed. Um, so now that both uh, Julie and Dennis are dead, uh, the kids just kind of go with um, the grandmother. And um, now they made some kind of creepy comments kind of in like earlier there's a scene where like christy's like dressing up in like a veil and stuff and they're and they're like oh we're playing like like they're playing like they're playing we're getting married isn't she a pretty bride yeah and then they're like who are you gonna marry and she's like i'm gonna marry toby and it's like okay this toby guy needs to uh (laughs) needs to be registered we need uh we need chris hansen here to (laughs) toby why don't you have a seat right there Oh my God. <laughs> I loved those shows. Yeah. So bad. So bad. <laughs> Did you know that there was a point in that show where they just let the guys go? They didn't even arrest them. And then it was like the third or fourth episode. They're like, you know, we should probably arrest these guys. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like the third or fourth one. They I decided. was always just, I mean, that's like the, the, the quintessential you know, train wreck analogy mm-hmm. because these people would sit there and talk to him. Yeah. Like I was always just like, what, how, why are you sitting down? Like, not like I'm hoping they get away, but you're just flabbergasted that they would sit down and just cordially have a conversation about why they were in that house with this guy who's clearly got their number. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Off topic again. Nah, that's, that's, that's what we do. Um, <laughs> Well, we're basically done because now it's like we know kind of what happens next. Like we know, like you know, eventually they grow up. 
Uh, yeah. They claim they don't remember much of their childhood. We actually even see the picture getting taken. The picture of Katie right. in the dress or whatever the, yep. from the first and the second one, movie. The photo yeah, we, gets... we see that getting taken. I thought that was, that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't even make a big deal about it either. It's just like a quick scene that happens. And then yeah. it, your mind goes, wait, is that the pi- that's the picture? Holy shit. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, so at this point we know now what happens and that, you know, the... The, they grow up. The ghost was going after Christy at first. Was going then was going to go after Hunter, but then the dad put the picture in Katie's house. So then went after Katie, possessed right. Katie, came over, killed uh, Christy and the dad, and took Hunter. And now, question mark: What happens right. after this? We'll find out. Uh, let's see how many movies we got. Uh, one, two. We got to go through two other movies to find out. <laughs> so yeah, we'll find ready. out. We'll find out in Paranormal Activity Four in about probably a month. Looks like a month if I timed this That's right. Not too bad. So all right. Um, yeah, I really like this movie. This this They're is just really good. This is I really, really good. Yeah, them. I I I enjoyed this one. I think I enjoyed this one probably the most. If I'm gonna be honest. Um. I think because it's more faster paced, they mm-hmm. kind of get to it right away. Because you know, because it's like they, the people who made this movie is like it's the third one, it's a prequel. We don't need to re-explain everything. They're, they're mm-hmm. gonna get it. It's like this is Katie, this is Christy. They're from the first two movies. This is them as kids. Let's just launch into here's Toby, here's a ghost, yeah. here's let's creepy shit. In. Yes, let's just do it. So they don't have to explain everything. So I kind of like that. And that's how prequels should be, especially if you're doing it third in the series. Right. Um, <clears throat> just jump right into, okay, why are we back in 1988? Um, and then we see it's the origins. Basically, it's Toby origins is basically what this was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, 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 I like it. It sounds like you like it. I do. I like, I, <clears throat> like I said, I like all three of them very much. Yes. Um, I get meh when you get down into like witches, covens, and all that other crap, but that's more because I've burned out on it by now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you're right. You gotta get to something. There's gotta be a because when you get to the third film. Yeah. Um, because you haven't done the because yet, and and people are still showing up. So at this point, there's only gonna be so much good faith that you know we're gonna keep coming if you don't tell us anything. Um, and they got a lot of flack for that trailer. So it was like if they were to not tell anybody something, they I have a feeling this film would have been panned a lot harder. Yeah. Agreed. I do agree to that. So yes. all right. Good job on that, Paranormal Activity Three. You you get a you get a gold star. I'm Ding. still coming to see your movies. It's good. Indeed. Alrighty. Well, that's gonna do it for that. Uh so uh after this, um mm-hmm. Jason Blum was like, you know what? I got one more comedy inside of me. Let's 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 dive back into the world of comedies. Heaven help me. And um yeah, here we go. So So three years. I know, right? Well I'm totally ready. You're ready to be a dad. Why isn't this working, Tommy? Something's wrong. I read on the internet that guys are totally faking it nowadays. It's like a trend or something. Your mind does not fake it. Nobody likes a gloater, honey. I'm afraid your sperm count is too low. This is a normal sample, and this is your sample. They look drunk. How can we tell that it's not... 
Well, I've already examined Audrey. She has, in my opinion, two of the pinkest, plumpest, and most beautiful ovaries I've ever seen. Are you hitting on my wife? I'm shooting good stuff, and I know this for a fact. When I decided to ask Audrey to marry me, I couldn't afford a decent ring, so I donated sperm. Now, they wouldn't very well pay me good money for bad sperm. You know, why not just go down there and see if they have any for us to use? Yeah, what do you know? We have one batch left. Yeah! Whoops, I'm sorry. Looks like we already sold it. Whatever it is they're paying you, I'll give you double right now. This isn't eBay, sir. We don't get into bidding wars over sperm. When they said that you couldn't have your sperm back, they robbed you of your future. And you have every right to steal it back. Are you talking about robbing a sperm bank? A double right, you bet I am. No, that's crazy. Crazy? Or brilliant? Crazy. But brilliantly crazy. No, just crazy, crazy. I know just the guy who can help us. Former bad man for the Indian Mafia. So here's the plan. This is the sperm bank. This is the barbershop right next door. Sorry. But wouldn't it make more sense if we made the comb the barbershop and the cream the sperm bank? I'm just saying. She never cries. I've heard that about those babies. But I heard they're also really musical. Well, I already got her a violin. She doesn't even have fingers yet. What's her name? We wanted to name her something Chinese, but also, you know, American. So we went with Jackie Chan. Problem. What we'd like to do is offer you our sperm. What? People helping people, right? Or not. Whatever. Stop smoking that stuff. It's making you paranoid, you douche. Dude, it's for my glaucoma. Do you really have glaucoma? Early stages. All right, so we'll get into that next time. I hate it already. I hate it already. I'm just listening to it going, oh, shoot me. Until then, I'm Jason Soto. I'm Lisa Leahy in my misery. (laughs) And we'll see you between the scares. Copyright 2021 Rabbit Hole Podcast. Rabbit Hole Podcast.com.